So today's episode, since it is a Sunday, I thought we'd do a podcast about uh, Christianity. Really? Yes. And I, okay. It's but specifically slightly weird things that are in the Bible. But do you not think this could be slightly, um, slightly offensive? Yeah, but I don't care if I offend. Them. Or do you not give? You no, know, you don't give a shit. All right. No, so. I think you can. Uh, I I don't care about offending people in what they believe. I think it's a problem offending people in stuff they can't help. And you can help okay, being right, a fucking sure. moron that believes in the fairy in the sky. That's your problem. You need to sort yourself out. So no, I don't care about okay. offending them. Right, sweet, that's sweet, bro. That's sweet. <clears throat> and also, I'm not offending. I'm not planning on being offensive. I'm literally just reading out stuff from the Bible. I know, but the th- no, I've not got any filter in my brain. Yeah, that's fine. So that might, yeah. Although, to be fair, because we're doing it on a Sunday at 11 o'clock in the morning, I'm not actually drinking alcohol. So I might actually think about what I'm saying. Yeah. You might do. Yeah. Well, hopefully you will. <clears throat> so religions. Is it just Christianity you're going through, or are we going to touch on other religions as well? I'm going to have a crack at Christianity first, and I've got some other religious weird things to even it up, but it's mainly going to be about Christianity. Sweet, bruv. So, oh, yep. Go ahead. What is the difference between Christianity and Catholic? I don't know, Jamie. What is the difference between Christianity and Catholic? I don't know. I've always wondered oh. that. I, I thought, thought it was a joke. Isn't it the same? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I think one of them's harsher than the other one. Yeah, Chris. I mean, that's the only difference between the two. Yeah, Christianity was brought around by Henry VIII, which uh, is a slightly more relaxed version of Catholicism, I think. Uh, basically, yeah, because he wanted to put his dick in everything, didn't he? Yeah, he wanted to get divorced and then be able to remarry and put condoms on. Yeah. Um, I wish double check that now. Christianity uh, founded. I'm pretty by... sure that's the case, though. Uh... Like he wanted to knob everything, so he was like, "Oh, there's this thing called like um, religion, and I have to change the rules so that I can put my dick in everything." I'm surprised he's not more revered, to be honest, because he is like your proper lads, lad, me. Of, of the historic times yes you know he's your he's your typical lads lads you know he probably gets goes out get pissed eats what he wants he's like the equivalent of the 2018 lad who goes out gets pissed gets in fights sleeps around and eats a kebab at the end of the night yeah um so i was slightly wrong so the term christian gets used to cover a wide range of different beliefs all claiming to be based on the teachings of jesus christ uh, Christianity.net.au so this is an Australian website but I'm sure that doesn't mean it's inaccurate represents what is called Evangelican Christianity we think that we think it is Christianity as Jesus and the, his original followers taught and practiced uh, but Catholics see Catholicism as true Christianity so actually Catho- Catholics are also Christians so the difference is yes. Catholics and Evangelicans so it's Christian covers both things this is interesting Both groups believe that there is only one God, who is three in one, the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And both agree that Jesus is is God, the Son, in human flesh. They also agree that God is rightly angry with people for not treating him or other people as they should. Right, let's go for some differences. Those are the similarities. One of the most important disagreements is about how we can actually be accepted by God. Is evangelicals how it's said? It doesn't sound right. Um, pass, because okay. I don't know anything about religion, really. No, but they believe that if someone has faith in Jesus, if they trust him with their lives and follow him, then they are totally acceptable to God because of Jesus, because of Jesus' death. 
In other words, it doesn't depend on how good a life we live, but only that we trust in Jesus. I did know, and now I see, now I kind of know that. Uh, so if we follow Jesus, we are guaranteed a place in heaven when we die. And that's Luke 23, 43, if you're interested. And then Catholics, on the other hand, believe that our acceptance by God does depend partly on the life we've lived. If we're not good enough, we won't make it to heaven. So that's better, isn't it? Catholicism is better in that regard. Yeah. Because I remember getting into a disagreement. Well, it wasn't really a disagreement. Uh, I visited some people in a part of the world. I'm not going to be too specific, just in case they listen and they get offended. They were a very Christian family. And one of the first conversations we had was about my religion, which is lacking. Um, And I asked them about Christianity. And one of the questions I asked was, so if you've been really terrible and you believe in Jesus, do you get to heaven? And they said, yes. So I said, okay, so if Hitler believes in Jesus, you know, does he go to heaven? Yes. And I said, all right, well, what about, because it was near the time of uh, one of those horrific school shootings in America. And I said, well, what if a Jew or a Muslim or a Hindu held the door open for all the Christians to flee, but then was killed by the gunman? He's obviously saved loads of Christians. Does he get to go into heaven if he was wrong? No, he goes to hell. Even though he saved loads of lives, he goes to hell because he doesn't believe in Jesus. That seems crazy. I think it all seems a bit mental, to be honest with you. Yes, well, that's what we're going to do. touch on today. Well, to be fair, um, I, I already know that I'm not going to be going into heaven if there is one. Not only because I don't believe in Jesus and or God, um, I also laugh at really inappropriate things. So this is Le- uh, Leviticus 21, the new international version of the Bible. The Lord said to Moses, Say to Aaron, for the generations to come, none of your descendants who has a defect may come near to offer the food for his God. No man who has any defect may come near. No man who is blind or lame, disfigured or disformed. No man with a crippled foot or hand, or who is a hunchback or a dwarf, or who has an eye defect, or who has a festering or running sores or damaged testicles. Right. No descendants of Aaron, the priest who has any defect, is to come near to present the food offerings to the Lord. Right. I mean, that's a weird thing. So basically, he doesn't want your food if you're a bit, you know, unwell. Yeah, or, you know, they're being really against the um, disabled and the and the people that have, like, serious issues. Yeah. But what's his problem? Wow. What if damaged testicles... Because you can't produce, I suppose. You can't keep the flow going. <laughs> yeah. It's all it's all about life creation at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah, but all, he, no. all they're wanting to do is sacrifice something for God, so give him some food at the Harvest Festival, but he doesn't want your food. I mean, they try, either it's nice, and he's saying, look, you need it more than me, because obviously you're having some issues. I don't think he is. I think he's saying, oh, I don't want the stuff that was touched by the dodgy people. Yeah. But then you can lie about your testicle, can't you? Because nobody's going to see it. I mean, he's not asking everybody to drop their pants before they give them food. No, but obviously the God God is all-knowing, so he knows if you've got some dodgy balls. What, so God's up there and he's whispering to Jesus, 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 that man's got one testicle. Jesus, you can't <laughs> take the food from him because he's got one testicle. Like that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, he's not necessarily Jesus, it might be a priest. Um, but yeah, no, uh, don't accept them at the Harvest Festival. I like food, so, I mean, that's one good thing about religion, I suppose. There's, like, a festival for food. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like fates. Yeah, there's a lot of fates going on with religion, isn't there? It's always for fate. 
trying to sell some shit for the church. Here, have my tat. And then we're going to put that money that we take to the church. Yeah. I think it's weird also, right? How it's been hundreds of years that the church has been around and been practiced and people have been going to it and giving money to those churches, yet still we need more money for churches. Yeah. Yeah, it's very... Like, surely they should have enough by now. Uh, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Because, I mean, God's not there, is he? He's not going, oh, I need a bit more money. <laughs> no, he's certainly not. Yeah, guys, priests, you get you get some more money for me because I need it up here. Yeah. But hey-ho. Yeah, well, I mean, that's uh, it's what you believe religion is there for. Is religion to help people who are needy or is religion to take advantage of people who are needy? Is it another way for rich people to make more money off poor people or is it a way to support poor people? But then you're, you're only in a select group anyway, aren't you? This is the weird thing. Like You're, you're in your select little group, so you're, you're not going to help anybody else. Yeah. You're just going to help each other. That, that money that you get, that's not going to like anybody that doesn't believe in God. No, exactly. You could lie and say that you do believe in God, so they might help you, but I do, well, I don't know. It depends on the practices that you preach, isn't it? Mm. I suppose that they, there are religions where they're going to help everybody regardless but I would, I would say that the, the more extreme versions of it, they won't. Like the um, Baptist fucking... What are they called? The ones that are proper extreme, and there's always a documentary about them because they're... Oh, the Westboro bit... Baptists. That's it, yeah, the Westboro Baptists. They're not going to help anybody. No. They're not going to help anybody of, like, different um, colour or, you know, of different um, sex. Because yeah. they think... Well, not they different think sex. It's, they think different it's sex. evil. Different sexuality, not different sex. Yeah, sexuality, so homos, you're not allowed. Um, Bies, you're not allowed, neither. So how about this? Genesis 19. Two angels arrived at Sodom in the evening, and Lot was sitting in the gateway of the city. Lot's a person. Can I just say? Yep. Sodom. Well, Sodom is a famous place. That's where the word comes from. Because uh, it was basically mm. a terrible, disgusting place. Anyway, uh, when he saw them... Anal is not terrible and disgusting, though. <laughs> uh, Anal is quite nice. With the Christians, it is. Um, mm, that's because they haven't tried it. They're not allowed. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. And also, if oh. you're not allowed to, you know, have sex without condoms, that's the only p- other place available to you. Yeah, well, there's a very good song called Fuck Me In The Arse If You Love Jesus um, by, <laughs> by an American comedy duo. It's very funny. You would like it a lot. Yes. Um, anyway, so Lot, he's sitting in Sodom, and these angels turn up. He got up to meet them and bowed down with his face to the ground. My lords, he said, please turn aside to your servant's house. You can wash your feet and spend the night, and then go on your way early in the morning. No, they answered, we will spend the night in the square. But he insisted so strongly that they did go with him and entered his house. He prepared a meal for them, baking bread without yeast, and they ate. Before they had gone to bed, all the men from every part of the city of Sodom both young and old, surrounded the house. They called to Lot, Where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us so that we can have sex with them. So that bit's weird enough. But then, Lot Mm. went outside to meet them and shut the door behind him and said, No, my friends, don't do this wicked thing. Because obviously he wants to protect the angels, that's fine. But this is where it gets weird. Look, I have two daughters who have never slept with a man. Let me bring them out to you, and you can do with them as you—you you can do what you like with them. But don't do anything to these men, for they come under the protection of my roof. Mm. I mean, that's weird. Is this what is this in the Bible? Is it? Yep. This is Levit- This is Genesis 19. 
rape Love. my daughters because I don't want you to fuck these men that I've only just met mm. who are saying they're angels. Well, you know, it's come a long way, hasn't it? Um, women's rights. So, <laughs> it's come a long way since those times. <laughs> like men, no, don't fuck men. Jesus, no. Don't fuck the men. Fuck the women instead. They're less. Fuck my than. daughters instead. Yeah. Well, that's because they believed they were lesser than for a very long time. Oh, my... Yeah, but still. No wonder there's so many problems with Western society which is basically based off of Christianity when you're reading shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that, like, we, we're using him in vain anyway, like, in everything. Because you do, you do automatically go to Jesus or Christ, don't you? Yeah. A lot of people, when they're having sex, they're always calling out for God, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, God! Oh, God, yes! Like that. Yeah. Um, so basically, God ends up destroying Sodom and Gomorrah because he thinks it's such a terrible place. So Lot and his daughters leave. So the story carries on. Lot and his two daughters left Zor and settled in the mountains. I'm not sure where Zor is. He obviously went there in the, in the meantime. For he was afraid to... Is that the one in Lord of the Rings? <laughs> Could be. Uh, for he was afraid to stay in Zor. He and his two daughters lived in a cave. One day, the older daughter said to the younger, Our father is old, and there is no man around here to give us children. No. As is the custom all over the earth, let's get our father to drink wine, and then sleep with him and preserve our family line through our father. Yeah. That night, they got their father to drink wine, and the older daughter went in and slept with him. He was not aware of it when she lay down, or when she got up. The next day, the older daughter said to the younger, Last night, I slept with my father. Let's get him to drink wine again tonight, and you go in and sleep with him so we can preserve our family line through our father. So they got their father to drink wine that night also, and the younger daughter went in and slept with him. Again, he was not aware of it when she lay down or when she got up. So both of Lot's daughters became pregnant by their father. The older daughter had a son, and she named him Moab. He is the father of the Moabites of today. The younger daughter also had a son, and she named him Ben Ami. He is the father of the Ammonites today. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, your well, religion's I mean, built on incest and you're happy about that. Maybe that's why we're all so troubled. <laughs> <laughs> In general, you know. Because it's, it's, it's well known that, there's, that you could have some problems with splicing the same genes together to create something. Yeah, but obviously it's not true. <sighs> well, if we did base it on it being true, um, that would that would explain why everybody's fucked up nowadays because everybody's been sleeping with their mums and dads. Yeah, maybe. I mean, if you, if that's in the Bible, and you sort of think, well, if I do that, maybe I'll start a great religion one day by fucking my mum, and I'll go for it. I wouldn't sleep with mine. <laughs> <laughs> She's not my cup of tea, to be honest with you. She's a bit needy. <laughs> Well, I don't think many people actually want to have sex with their parents, fortunately. Well, you know, you could put it back to being in a different time period, you know. Probably didn't have as many people around to, to choose. Yeah. It's still weird, though. Again, oh, of course like, it is. Why would they leave that in the Bible? Why wouldn't you just take that bit out or change it? Well, I mean... Because that's, that's what they do nowadays. They kind of change everything. Or they, like, make it so it's not literal. It, it means something else. Well, there is a New Testament, though, isn't there? So they have changed bits of it. Yeah, but this is it. The New International Version, the New Testament. Oh, right, okay. So they're, yeah. they're all right with that bit. Oh, all right, sweet. This is left in. Yeah. Well, let me just check. Well, I'm sure the New International Version means the New Testament. 
I'd assume that like the New Testament has just been updated with language that we would understand nowadays rather than the Old Testament, which probably has lots of different language barriers in. Yeah, it's just the, the same thing. New International Bourbon is, is, is the New Testament. So, done mm. by ni- 1978. Mm, mm. Yes, mummy, right, please no. come here. <laughs> well, actually, we need daddy. to create babies to carry on our line. If it's really that important to carry on your line, then surely the first port of call is to make sure that it's all right rather than almost guaranteeing that it's not going to be all right. You'd think so, wouldn't you? Hmm. You could always challenge people on it. See, the thing is, I was never... I was. I, well, I did RE, which is religious education, when I was in school, and they sort of tell you the, the nice stories, you know, and teach you what Easter's about and Christmas and shit. Yeah. But... I was never really interested in it. I even went to church a couple of times. It just, it all seems a bit empty and a bit creepy when you yeah. go to a church. It's, it's, <clears throat> I don't really feel at home there. I don't blame people that do. But no. at the same time, it's like, well, this is just an empty old building and it doesn't feel comfortable to be sat here. Especially with the light of like news where priests are fucking little kids as well. Yes, exactly. Um, I mean, I am not religious. I never really have been, even when I was younger. But I do quite like being in churches. Mm, I think, But that's... I think that's more from an architectural point of view that I enjoy them. <clears throat> yeah, I can understand the architectural point of view. I mean, I've been to churches which are beautiful and they're big and they've got lots of colours and you do think, oh, well, that probably took a long time and money and a lot of work went into it. But, but what a waste. Well, yeah, art is art, though, I suppose. Yeah. Although there is, a, there is a church that's been converted into a nightclub in Bournemouth. I think it's called Halo. It's an unusual thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm amazed that's actually been allowed to happen. Because you think about the stuff that goes on in a nightclub generally. What, a cheeky finger in the toilets? <laughs> and, you know, cocaining and fighting. And... Maybe, they, maybe they have really stringent um, checks before yeah. they come in. I doubt it. So there's lots of other weird things in the Bible. Uh, I might not go on about it too long, but there's a bit where um, God makes a donkey talk. Oh, like Shrek. Yeah, and the guy doesn't seem overly bothered by it. Well, no, you wouldn't be, would you, if you were Shrek? No, and basically it's because the man's horrible to a donkey, and this is Numbers 22. Do you know there's a bit of the Bible called Numbers? Uh, No. So look, it's quite a boring title considering the rest of it is like Leviticus and Genesis and Numbers. Um, yeah, basically this man's not very nice with his donkey. Oh, that poor donkey. So God then lets the donkey talk. So when the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, it lay down under Balaam and he was angry and beat it with his staff. Then the Lord opened the donkey's mouth and it said to Balaam, what have I done to you to make you beat me these three times? Balaam answered the donkey... You have made a fool of me. If only I had a sword in my hand, I would kill you right now. I mean, you'd think you'd be more shocked if a donkey suddenly started talking to you. I don't know. If it was giving me lip, though, I'd probably react in the same way. (laughs) Eh, stop your fucking sash, Mm. otherwise I'll kill you dead. The donkey said to Balaam, Am I not your own donkey, which you have always ridden to this day? Have I been in the habit of doing this to you? No, he said. Then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes, and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road with his sword drawn. So he bowed low and fell face down. 
Oh, it's just nonsense. And then he asked him why he beat up his donkey. <laughs> well, I thought weird. that animals didn't get into heaven. I thought that was one of the things. No, they don't. But you can make them talk, apparently. Oh, well, that's a bit silly. <laughs> if, you're giving him, if you're giving him the knowledge to... He's, he's probably sat there going, well, this is all well and good, God, but I, I still won't get into heaven. I'm yeah. just going to be a rotten corpse in the ground while everybody else is, like, floating up there. When you get a bit bored with heaven as well. And surely some people's idea of heaven would be detrimental to other people. So, like, if somebody's idea of heaven was, like, a mass orgy, for example, that would probably bother somebody else that was up there. Unless you're in, like, a secluded room, part of, part of heaven. Maybe you've got your own personal little slice of heaven and you're allowed to do what you want with it. But then, also, wouldn't you get bored with just doing things that you wanted all the time? Because surely that's the whole idea of it. Life in general and being a person is the struggle as well. If you had everything you wanted, you'd get bored eventually. You'd go, oh, start fighting with somebody else. <laughs> just to get some entertainment. So like, you're in your secluded little part of heaven, and then you're like, oh, I'm bored. I know what I'll do. I'll just go into somebody else's part of heaven and go, here, here, I don't like you, so let's have a fight about it. And they're like, well, this isn't my side of heaven. Why don't you get out? And then, oh my God, there'd be internal wars up in heaven, and then they'd have to start something else, and God would be like, do you know what? I wish I hadn't bothered, because this is the fucking thanks I get, people just starting wars up here. Why can't you all just be normal? I created you, sure. But, I mean, maybe it was the wrong idea to make you think for yourselves. I should have just made you as I wanted you to be and just be subservient. So Elisha, who is a prophet, um, was doing God's work. He was just jimmying around, doing what he does. And uh, so Kings 2. I thought Elisha was a girl's name. Yeah, so did I. From there, Elisha went up to Bethel. As he was walking along the road, some boys came out of the town and jeered at him. Hey, you fucking wanker! Get out of here, baldy, they said. Get out of here, baldy. really? Jesus! Harsh! He turned around, looked at them, and called down a curse on them in the name of the Lord. Well, they deserved it. So obviously, he's God's boy, so God's going to look out for him. So what do you think God does as an appropriate response for these boys saying, get out of here, baldy? I don't know. um, Gives them the plague. Two bears came out of the woods and mauled 42 of the boys. Shit. (laughs) Shit, God's angry, mate. God done. Don't give no fucks, does he? <laughs> Do you think God's bald and he's a bit sensitive about it? Well, yeah, and he likes donkeys a lot. <laughs> but not enough to send but, him mean, to heaven, though. Yeah, but I mean, if that's who you're dealing with... Well, I mean, the whole, you know, he's all right killing people all the time um, to suit his needs or just to teach people a lesson, yet his teachings yeah. are like, yeah, you're not allowed to kill anybody. But I'm all right to do it. I'll do it as much as I want. Just say the words and I'm there. 
turn you into toads or whatever. Yeah, I'm just not sure what these lessons are really teaching, though. Don't call someone baldy, otherwise bears will attack you. That's what I got from that. And Yeah, and if there's no one else around to have babies with, go for your dad. Yeah, and um, be careful. Don't be nasty to donkeys. <laughs> be careful about donkeys, because eventually <laughs> you'll get killed by God as well. Yeah. I mean, there's there's been... The only ones that I'm aware of are the super popular ones, you know, like he, he called in like... Uh, a plague of frogs that rained upon the world. Yeah. Noah's Ark. Yeah. Noah's Ark's all right. Although Noah was a bit weird at points. He was probably fucking the animals as well. He was an alcoholic. It's all right. I'll turn a blind eye. You carry on. Well, apparently, if you get a bloke pissed enough, then you can just have your way with them anyway. (laughs) Yeah. I can't say anybody's ever um, got me that pissed that they've tried to, you know, sire my child. No, that's good news. But I'm lucky, though. You know, I'm, I'm just a lucky guy. And I, I assume that stuff does happen. You know, you get, you get a free child just because you were drunk. Yeah. But anyway, I'm not so sure about Christianity. Are you not? No, I'm glad I walked away from it. Because I went to a Christian school and stuff, and we used to have to pray every day. And I... I had such a problem with it, I ended up... This is when I was in infant school. I went and sat with the Jehovah's Witnesses because I didn't want to pray. Because they didn't have to pray either because their religions are slightly different. Yeah, but they don't, have to, they don't celebrate Christmas, though. No. So no, no Jehovah's Witness has a Christmas. No, I bet you some do, though, because obviously we celebrate Christmas and me and you definitely are not Christians. Yeah, well, I used to know a girl in school and she was a Jehovah's and she wasn't allowed to celebrate Christmas. But when she moved out of her home, she did decide, okay, I'm going to celebrate Christmas. I don't have to believe in it. And she did. And every year on, she celebrated Christmas. Because Christmas isn't really about God anyway. Not nowadays. It's more about consumerism, buying each other stuff, and just celebrating something for a while where it's supposed to be happy. I I wish there was snow in this country, though. I think that would complete my Christmas. Just having a bit of snow on Christmas Day. Because, I mean, they fucking talk about it often enough in TV shows, in bloody films, in music, and it never fucking happens, does it? No. I deviate slightly <laughs> for when we talk about things, don't I? Yes. Yeah. So, back to back to the Bible. Leviticus 15. When a woman has a discharge, if her oh. discharge is... Her... <laughs> Why are we talking about this now? It's the Bible. It's another Bible verse. I bet you don't get these at many sermons. If her discharge in her body is blood, she shall continue her menstrual impurity for seven days, and whoever touches her shall be unclean until evening. Everything also on which she lies during her menstrual impurity shall be unclean, and everything on which she shit <laughs> on which she sits shall be unclean. <laughs> and everything that she shits. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that's just mean. Don't touch your wife when she's on. Otherwise, you'll be dirty too. Well, to be fair, why would you want to? Because they're fucking angry anyway. <laughs> we might want to be like, you know, calming and soothing and give them a nice cuddle. Is that why period blood smells so bad? Oh. Did God did God make it that say, that way so that nobody would want to touch them? Why are you smelling it? I'm not smelling it. Have you not been into a public restroom, right? And oh. it's fucking hummed to high heaven because yeah, somebody's left looking... their dirty sanitary oh. towel out. And you're yeah, like, you filthy little bitch. 
I think it's because it's been sat there for a while, not because it probably doesn't smell so bad when it straight comes out, but when it's been sat there for a while, it probably picks up a bit of a honk, like most things do. Well, I mean, sanitary products and all of that stuff, that wasn't really great back in those days anyway, were they? That's what I mean. No. You so, may not even have, yeah, would have just been some old... To be fair, you stick in there. husbands probably wouldn't have wanted to touch them because they weren't washing it properly, and they probably <laughs> stunk like fucking period blood. <laughs> Skanky fucking bitch. Yeah, I know I don't want to touch you. Look, it's in the Bible, see? That means that means I don't have to touch you. And they're going, oh, I feel yeah. really horny all of a sudden. You're like, nah, I'm all right, cheers. Please muff me out, please. No, I'm all right, cheers. Your discharge you is smelly as fuck. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, hey, he used the word discharge, all right? I did not. That didn't. That would have even uh, entered my mind. But he was like, "Yeah, the discharge that comes out when they're on is filth." That's what I've got from that as well. <laughs> How about this one then? When when men fight with one another, and the wife of the one who draws near to rescue her husband from the hand of him who is beating him, and puts out her hand and seizes him by the private parts, then you shall cut off her hand. Okay. So if you if you me and you have a duff up, yeah, and your wife goes for my balls, I'm allowed to cut her hand off. Right. It wouldn't be that? the first thought though, would it? If you're trying to no. stop an <laughs> argument, you think, oh, I know what I want to do. I'll go straight for the um, genitalia. That would probably stop it. And who's to say it's going to be in an aggressive manner? Maybe that's the way of deflecting the situation is by having an orgy. Maybe she's going for it because she's like, hey, why don't we all just stop the fussing and the feuding and let's just make love. And be one together, us three. Don't mind my discharge, though, because <laughs> because my my husband won't touch me. But it doesn't say anything about a random stranger. Come on, come in. It's not a random stranger. It's me, is it? So. Feel yourself unclean. I think you're really living out the scenario of me and you having a fight, and then your wife getting involved. No, no, I, I wasn't specifically. If anything, it wouldn't be her that gets first dibs. It'd be me. Yeah. Well, that's never going to happen. So it's all yeah. fine anyway. Well, you say never. You, Justin Bieber says never say never, you know? And he's a wise bloke, isn't he? Yeah. He's always in fights. <laughs> isn't he? Such an angry little man. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway. I wonder what God's stance is on, like, three ways. Because surely... I can't imagine that... Being living by religion, you do sort of go the other way anyway. Yeah. Like I used to know somebody that was heavily religious, and then as soon as she was old enough, she just went mental and she was fucking anything that walks. Yeah. Well, I mean, definitely they wouldn't be okay with it because obviously you're only supposed to have sex with the person you marry, and you can't marry more than one person in Christianity. So. Yeah, but no by, by you know religion's law, if you repent at the end of it, you're fine anyway. Oh yeah. Well, you can do whatever so you want. You can do all of these mad crazy shit things and then go oh sorry god i love you still yeah. and he'll go die you cheeky scamp no, no. you can still come in no, jesus you've got to say you love jesus well, okay well i don't care about jesus yeah but he died for our jesus sins is gone no but he died for our sins so he's right. the important one you have to go i love jesus just before you die jesus is i give myself to jesus then you're fine so what the fuck's god there for then if i if i only have to care about jesus well god is jesus but i think it's just making you aware that jesus gave up his life for ours 
So okay, but by that standard, you know, God's also me and you. Yeah, but I think it's just paying attention to that bit. It's like you, you need God needs to know that you definitely are aware of his Jesus thing because that was like his big. That was his big play. That was like the main thing he yeah. did. Well, yeah, he's not done anything since, has he? No, and if you ignore that, Lazy. he'd be a bit pissed off, I think. Lazy bastard, mate. If you're going to do one massive great thing and be like, right, the sequel's going to come up. Oh, you don't know when, though. You don't know when. Oh, I'm going to keep you on your te- tenterhooks. It's fine. And have we seen any plagues or raining frogs or other things like that? Nobody actually says they've spoken to God. Well, a lot of people do. A lot of people still say they talk to God. But he doesn't make announcements through the clouds, does he, anymore? No. I think he's just gotten a bit bored of it. I think for the sake of balance, I think we need to have a little crack at some other religions now. Okay, babe. So we're going to have some weird rituals from other religions. So have you ever heard of a sky burial? No. So Tibetan monks. Um, do you know Tibetan monks? Have you ever met one? Uh, they are monks and they're from Tibet. Yep, pretty much. So yep. I presume they're Buddhists, aren't they? Tibetan monks? I think so, because, I mean, they always reference it in... Films, yeah, they, they? yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're the ones that wear like orange and they're bald all the time. Yep. So when they die, yep. this is what happens. A sky burial is a funeral practice in which a human corpse is placed on a mountaintop to decompose while exposed to the elements or to be eaten by scavenging animals, especially carrion birds. So rather than being buried or burnt, you just they take the bodies up and they actually chop them up by hand. So they cut you apart, scatter you around the mountain, and leave you there to be eaten. How about that? Cool. That's grim. Yes, all right. That's grim, though. Well, I mean, I wouldn't want to be on the on the party that chops somebody up. No. Like, imagine, imagine chopping up like a family member, crying, and being like, "It's all for the greater good." If it was a stranger and that's your religion, then fair enough. But actually doing it to somebody you love, that would be a bit harsh, wouldn't it? But you know, it makes more sense in the long run, money wise, doesn't it? At least you're not buying a coffin to put it into the ground in. Oh, yeah, and it's obviously you're giving your body back to the earth that it was created from more directly. Yeah. They, they believe in this thing called, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it, J-H-A-T-O-R, Jahator, and it's basically the circle of life, giving yourself back to oh. the earth, which I guess is good, but I just... I fucking love the life. But, like, I've just, I mean, when I was researching this, I've seen some photographs of people actually doing it. It's disgusting. They're literally, like, chopping bits of their buddies up and then flinging them around. Well, I mean, the thing is, right, it's always going to seem weird to the people that don't practice it, no matter what you do. If that's their religion and they do it all the time and that's what they've been grown up with, and it's not going to be weird to people, is it? No. Same as Fritzl's kids. <laughs> <coughs> she didn't know it was abnormal. Yes, they did. They knew that was weird. I'm no. sure they did. But it's surely things that, like that must happen where they've been conditioned over time maybe but not to that extreme obviously but yeah the horrible things happen yeah and you just think oh well this is my life this is what i this is what i have to put out with you don't think there are some things that you just naturally feel uncomfortable about even though no one's ever told you so like this well it's difficult to say because i've never had it right so how about this but i would assume if that's yeah go on the baba uma daga is a famous baba uma daba 
Yep. Is a famous <coughs> Islamic shrine in India. It is known yes. for a baby throwing ritual in which infants okay. are dropped from a 15 meter platform onto a cloth Michael Jackson all over held again, by it? both Muslim and Hindu men. This practice is five to 700 years old. It's Michael Jackson all over again. Um, How about that? Chucking a baby. Well, yeah. I've watched, it's on YouTube. If you want to go and look it up, uh, the actual practice is called the Grish Nish War Temple Baby Toss. Yeah, I think I've um, I think I've seen something vaguely similar. But it's a long way. Like I've watched the video. These babies, it's a long fall. I mean, obviously they're fine at the bottom, but it's you're just holding a cloth. It'd be quite an easy thing to mess up. It would be. But I mean, but what a stupid it would fucking be more thing devastating. To do. Yeah, but it'd be more devastating to somebody that was aware of it. At least the baby's going to forget about it. Mm. Mm, unless it goes wrong. I mean, their heads are quite fragile. You quite easily damage yes, it. They all their necks, anything. They're all quite. A baby is, fra is a fragile thing. Chucking out of a roof. If the building's on fire, fine. But if you don't have to do it, don't do it. No, I completely agree with you. And maybe this is why, um, you know, many of the. But um, that's just religion going too far, don't you think? Don't you think that's just the point where people need to step in and go, sorry, I don't care if it's your religion. This is incredibly dangerous and stupid. Stop it. No. <laughs> Well, you think they should be allowed to carry on? Well, no, but they're going to edit regardless, aren't they? They're, nothing's ever going to change religion. It's been around for far too long, and people are going to always practice it, regardless of how crazy it seems to Yeah, but to religious, religious practices else. do change. Do they? Do they really, though? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, half the fucking wars and all of the horrible things that happen are due to, you know, the powers... Of religion, they do it in the name yeah, of, of God. But look how soft Christianity is now compared to how it used to be. Well, I say, you could say that, but I'm sure there are still very stringent families out there that are just as fucking mental oh, yeah, as they some, were before. But on the whole, you know, it's less crazy than it was. Anyway, I think that just needs to be stopped. I think that's an idiot thing. It is said to originate when a peer advised people whose babies were dying to build a shrine and drop the ailing infants from the roof to show their trust in the Almighty, and after doing so, the babies were miraculously cradled to safety in a hammock-like sheet that appeared in mid-air. Well, it's one thing to believe in God and make sure that it, nothing's going to happen to your baby, but it's a completely another one to trust the strangers that live around you. Yeah. I wouldn't trust half the people in my local community. But would you even trust me or like a gang of your family and friends for you to drop your son off a roof and for us to catch him safely at the bottom? No. Exactly. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that, as I say, that, I've got, needs to be, that needs to be stopped. As I say, I've got a moral fibre. I know that there's there could be some damage to my baby that I love. So. Exactly. Maybe people don't give a fuck about their baby. They're just like, yeah, well, either way, it's going to be sorted. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I wasn't no, really that... that keen on it anyway, so if it if it goes wrong, well, hey, sorted. I don't have to look after a baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very dark way to look at it. Well, anyway, that's, a, that's the Hindus and the Muslims, and we've had a little pop at the Buddhists, although that wasn't that bad. But how about this one? This one will, I think, blow your mind. So do you know what... Uh, you obviously know in uh, Judaism, you have your uh, mitzvah. Yeah. And before that, you have your foreskin chopped off. Yes. I think it was for... Some people said it's for, like, hygiene reasons. Yeah, that's but what I I don't I've really heard. know... They, they say that the... Um, 
you get this. You don't have smeg underneath your foreskin because it's gone. Um, mm. it, it's lessens the sensitivity, so you can last longer. That's another thing. Um, Why would you want that? Well, because, you know, some people like to fuck all night and all day, whereas me, I just want it over and done with and then go to sleep. Yeah, but for the people that want to go again, just go again. Because once you've come, it will take a while for you to come again, so you'll last a lot longer the second time. At least half an hour, I'm sure. I don't really understand the religious implications of it, though. Uh, the traditional answer to why Jews circumcise their sons is that the ceremony marks the covenant between God and Abraham. So again, it's just a load of bollocks. It doesn't actually mean anything. Anyway... So, God, have my foreskin. I've no need for it. You can have it. Do you make, do you sat up there and he sat on like a whole pile of foreskins going, I wish they'd stop. Like at first it was quite nice. <laughs> oh yeah, give me your foreskin. That's quite a precious thing. And now I've just got too many foreskins. I don't know what to do yeah. with them. They're coming out of all my cupboards. I know I've got an endless bit of space up here, but Jesus, enough of the foreskins. Start to stink as well. <laughs> anyway... I've got it gets weirder than that. So a Metzitz Zar Fair, which is spelled M E T Z No, no <laughs> I'm not Jewish, so they probably pronounce it a lot better than me. But M E T Z I T Z A H space B P E H. So I'm not sure how you say B Fair. Anyway, the ancient method of performing a Metzitzva Metzitzva Fair or oral suction. Mmm, yum yum. So, ready? The process has the mohel, so he's the guy that does it, so I've got the pronunciation of that one right, I've heard mohel before, place his mouth directly on the circumcision wound to draw blood away from the cut. What? <laughs> what? So he cuts the four... That doesn't really happen though, does it? Yep. What, like... What back in the day, or what? No, still, still some still do it. Fuck but it. Most, out. most don't, but at some they still have a little bloody blowjob at the end of their circumcision. Fuck that noise. <laughs> Fucking hell. Jeez. Also, how are you guaranteed that you've not had a baby that's got like hepatitis or AIDS? Well, this it is does the thing. happen. Actually, not not that way around. But a lot of babies have got that from the mohel. Oh my so Babies have then become God. diseased from the guy that's got problems beforehand. Oh, a baby with gonorrhea. Oh, fuck that. And also, I was very surprised. Like, obviously I've had a baby and it's a boy. I was very surprised to find out that his foreskin actually isn't going to properly work, let's say, until he's like two years old anyway. So you can't pull it back or anything. You're not supposed to. It's it's supposed to just be there and it'll do it naturally. Yeah. So I don't I don't to so what uh, they must have to like <laughs> properly pull it up and it's still attached to his penis. I think that's why it's cuz it it's not like a foreskin that you, it rolls back when you're an adult. No, it's actually attached. If you if you pull no, it yes, back it's, it's going to it's going yeah, to be it's, it's going to be fucking awful. And then, so you're pulling it forward and there's probably <laughs> That, and he's having to go through that, and then all of a sudden, you got some fucking mouth job from some old cunt who's going, oh, it's all right, it's fine. And also, you've got gonorrhea at the end of it. What the fuck is that noise? 
shit yeah. a brick. So, well, I did not know that you got a gob job after. That is a uh, <laughs> well, no, a lot. To be fair, a lot don't now. But it's I'm some, not fucking surprised, especially in the fucking climate that we live in nowadays, where you can't even hug a child without fear of getting told you're a pedo. But no, yeah. this is my job. I gob jobs babies. <laughs> I fucking give them a good old suck job, and they're fine. And it's all right. The, the, my the, god's all right with blood. it. Like a mouthful of baby blood from his crick, from their little cocks. It's disgusting. Do you know, I there was I wouldn't even fucking taste any of my wife's blood. Like, I, all my babies. Blood's blood. It's supposed to be inside your body. Why would you put blood yeah, in your mouth? Well, the idea is it's supposed to be like cleaning the wound so it doesn't get infected because obviously your saliva has healing properties. Um, I but, thought the I mouth mean, was the most just, disgusting area, and that's where most of your bacteria well, live. Well, it's full of bacteria, but it's not like yeah, but it's not like bacteria that'd be dangerous. Because um, like if you get a, a snake bite, you suck that venom out with that. Um, no, but, we already discussed this. You can't do that. Oh, no, you can't. Can you? No, you're not allowed to do that because you'll get no, you'll just the ingest is, the poison. But the truth is, it's just not all these fucking stupid religious things, which is obviously something where a guy's come up with a really sick guy was like. I really fancy doing that. I know. I'll say it's part of the religion. Oh, do you know what I've really fancied doing recently? But I know, look, listen, I know you're going to judge it. I really fancy sucking a baby penis. How am I going to be so that it's allowed? Uh, oh, I know. I'll use God because everybody loves God, doesn't he? And he's, he's spoken to me in my sleep, said, hey, Jamie. Hey. It's all right to suck a baby's willy. Is it? Are you sure? I've, to- I've spoken to my family and friends about it. They said that they weren't too keen. <laughs> nah. Nah, Jamie, it's fine. What you do is you just say it's in the name of me and then everyone's all right with it. Oh, thanks, God. I'll tell you what, I'm going to cut their willy as well. What? Yeah, I'm going to cut their dick as well. No, no, I-, I didn't say that. I said you could gob job them. Nah! Gonna cut him? No, I'm gonna suck it after. Alright, well, that's what you wanna do. That's how I imagine it went. Yeah, I mean, the sad, awful thing is some babies have died from contracting herpes from their mothels. Yeah. Well, and it, that's terrible. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's just. I know that. So the, I know that he's not necessarily, you know, cutting a main artery or anything, but I would, I would assume that there's probably complications that happen from cutting a part of your child off anyway. Yeah, yeah, sure. But <coughs> a mothal named a mothal named Yitchcock Fisher was banned from performing the procedure after three babies tasted positive for herpes in 2003 and 2004. Despite this, in 2005, Yitchcock was still performing them, and when the city sued him when this was found out, only to later withdraw the suit and pass the matter to a religious tribunal, which I can guarantee you would have gone, eh, don't worry about it, carry on. And it's still going now. Since 2012, there have been several cases of infants infected with herpes after receiving a mitzvah peh. Mitzvah peh. Whatever the fuck it's called. I don't care if I can't say it right. It's disgusting. It's a bit weird, isn't it? I think even if I was... If I was... Um, you know, oh my god! The part Jewish. of the issue is that the ultra-orthodox families keep requesting them, regardless of whether their mohol has been banned from performing them. So I know that I would probably still be a bit iffy about it. Do you know what I mean? I mean, 
Mm. Surely the idea of having a baby is that you wouldn't want it to come to any harm. I've already told people that I don't want anything to happen to him, and everybody's told me, oh, no, well, you can't be babying him all of his life. You can't wrap him in cotton wool. But like, it's a fucking can. I'll do everything I can to make sure that nothing ever actually hurts him. But for that to be believed in from birth anyway, and you're like, that's part of religion, but you still, surely you'd be like, no, I don't really want to cause my baby any harm. No. Or potentially let a paedophile suck its dick. Yeah, that as well. See, the, hey, our churches are doing it all wrong then. That's how you get around it. Yeah, just do it in front of them. Yeah. Say, oi, parents, come and watch what I'm about to do. Yeah. Don't worry, God says it's okay. I'll mutilate first, I'll suck later. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Hello, it's fucking mad, isn't it? It's fucking strange. Oh, God. <laughs> That's the only side that I've ever been really judgmental about. Is the whole um, cutting the foreskin thing. I've never understood it. I don't understand what the. I just don't understand it at all. And now to find out that sometimes they get a suck job after as well. It's just. I'm, I'm even more baffled by it now. What? Why would you let? Why would you let somebody do that to your kids? I just don't understand it. Religion. Yeah, I know. It's amazing what it can brainwash you to do. I think that's the thing. Like, because I'm not religious and I've never been that way, I don't I don't really understand how it can have such a hold on someone. I don't... It, it, it just seems mad that people do weird shit in the name of their religion. Anyway, that one's a bit heavy, so we'll end on one that's a little more your style. I don't know, that and was pretty much in... my style as well. Because <laughs> there was something to really get my teeth into. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> Right, so uh, in Seattle there is this group of pagans. Um, do, you, do you up on your pagan rituals? I don't mind pagans because they're like a bit hippie-ish, aren't they? Yeah. I don't well, think you'd ever, you'd ever find out like a pagan killed someone. Oh, well, they definitely do. They used to sacrifice people. No, oh, yeah, I suppose. Um, yeah, they used yeah, to do they naked were... dances, They're... didn't they? Yeah. So anyway, so a secret group in this in the Seattle area practices pagan rituals to appease the spirits of fertility and fruitfulness through sex rites that were practiced in the ancient Middle East over one thousand five hundred years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that sounds good, doesn't it? Already sounds, sounds like right, this is a yeah. good religion to be involved with. Here we go. The spirits cannot enjoy orgasmic sensation within their own non-corporal bodies, but they can feel the ecstasy of human pleasure through these rites. The practitioners have heterosexual and homosexual sex in the same, at the same time in the same room with the goal of achieving a climax altogether so that society retains the spirit relationship and is blessed. The spirits can also be appeased through masturbation with no intercourse. Mm. Bit boring though, isn't it? What? <laughs> Bit boring. I mean, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be around loads of naked people and there's the option, I'm gonna take the the vag or the bum anyway. Uh, yeah, but the fact that th this religion 
I mean, it is loosely a religion, promotes like gangbangs. Oh, yeah. And wanking. It's, it's um, pretty rare in that regard. It's like some sort of, you know, massive train as well. So you've, you've got it going from both sides, is what I got from that, because you're fucking someone, but then you're getting fucked in the ass as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like a big train. And you're all and you're all trying to and you're all trying to climax at, at the, the same, same time. time. It's very difficult. So though, that isn't must it? be a fun game, <laughs> especially if there's like at least ten of you in the room. Well, you know, there's tantric sex and stuff like that. That's um, that's quite popular. But I don't know. Just all of them trying to like hold off. Well, I think it's quite normal though. To be fair, I think if you there's it, it, not there's nothing wrong with sexing. You know, you know, there's nothing wrong with everybody piling on top of each other. And um, no, but in the name of doing it for spirits, you know, you're doing it because it's obviously bollocks. I doubt they really care what the spirits well, think. Well, I'm feel. sorry. Do you really think they uh, do? I'm sorry, but Kesha's actually had sex with um, a ghost. So is it bollocks, though? Is it bollocks? If Kesha, a well-known musical artist, she is saying that she has had sex with a ghost, it must be true. Must be. Uh, I, d- I don't really know who... Uh, I do know who Kesha is, actually. She paper, she's the Paper Planes Lady. Um, paper Planes Lady? Doesn't the song she did? Nah. Milkshake. Like, your love, your love, your love is my drug. Is she the milkshake lady? No, TikTok. TikTok, I'm the pop, baby, time I pick her up. Oh, okay, well, I don't really know. But she th- So she thinks she had sex with a ghost? No, she doesn't think, she knows. Um, she knows she had sex with the ghost. She even wrote a song about it called Supernatural. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, well that's, that's the same nice. as people that believe in aliens, though. It's no different, is there? Aliens, spiritual things, ghosts, religion. They're all in the same category to me. Really, aliens? I think, See, I think aliens have far more chance of existing than ghosts. Because the universe is so huge. Yeah, but there's no there's proof a very of good it. chance. And, no, no. But yeah, there might good... be living beings, but the way that it's depicted on TV and the way that people draw it and shit, no, I don't think that's the case at all. I like thinking, you know, that they're going to be some weird blob fucking thing that can't communicate with us in the slightest. It's just it's all trite, isn't it? It's all fucking trite at the end of the day. Hey, old people, if you want to fuck about and shag people in the name of your religion, that's fine. You go ahead. But ministers, don't cut a baby and suck it off. And also, don't use fucking God as a way of blowing up people or blowing yourself up or doing stupid fucking shit. Surely the idea of religion is that it's supposed to be harmonious and we're all supposed to love each other. But no, there's still fucking death happening as a result of these people who believe in a higher power. It's fucking stupid. I'm still really disappointed you didn't do a little scene. Because you've been doing little scenes lately where you, like, inhabit the characters. And I really wanted to hear you, like, pretend to be a sex group. <laughs> okay, I could do that. I could do that, that's fine. No, uh, you, I, think you've missed, I think you've missed a chance now. <coughs> Sheila! Yes, Bob? Are you a pagan? Yes, I am. Oh, I was thinking we could go to a car key party tonight. Really? That'd be wonderful, because we practice that all the time. But there's a twist. Oh, what is it, Bob? We're going to do it, and it's going to be in the name of religion. Oh, lovely. Okay, well, well how are we going to do that then? We're appeasing our spirituals. Oh, 
That would be nice. Do you know if Rex is coming? I've always said this to you, Sheila. Rex is a fucking dog's name, and I don't know why you find him attractive. Because he's got the body for it! He's not like you saggy and shit, with a droopy old willy and balls that fall into the toilet water. No, he's all pert, and ready, and primed. Well, that's all good, Sheila, but he's going to be fucking me while I fuck you. Is that all right? Oh, do you have to? Can we swap? Yeah, we can swap if you want. Hey, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Hello? What's that? Hello? Who's, who's that? It's me, your spirit. Oh, oh, Sheila. Sheila, it's weird. There's a spirit here. Hello, yes. Just wanted to say that I fully um, understand what you're saying. And in order to please me, you have to all come at the same time. What? Come at the same time? Yeah, that's what you have to do. Oh. Um, thing is, Sheila names me the two second wonder. What's that then? Well, basically I'm a, I'm a shoot and squirt sort of like. I get in there and then it's done. No, well, you're gonna have to do it all at the same time I'm afraid, please me. Does that mean I can go again? Yep. What, over and over? Yep. All right, we're, we're good then. We're good, we're good. Sheila, get my butt plug. Do you reckon they use, like, sex toys? I would assume they use sex toys. Like butt plugs. Little chains and whips. Do you think there's, like, a crossover point between BDSM and paganism? I'd assume so. I think he's either being very quiet or he's left the situation completely. But then again, you know, we've done this before. Me and you, dear listeners, just me and thee. He did this whilst we were on fucking... With Will, as well. They both left me at one point. I feel, right, like, this this whole thing is a bit... It's a bit out of order on me. Um, I think you should all send me things that will make me happy. Um, I can be your god. And you can send me things that I like. So, what are the things I like? Okay, so you can send me Pokemon cards. That That's something. Um, you can also send me um, cider. I like cloudy cider. Um, that's fine. I like cloudy cider the most, but I'll accept anything. Um, I also like uh, weird shit. Like, you could send me some sex toys. That would be funny. And then I could show pictures of them on Instagram or whatever the kids do nowadays. Um, just pictures of yourselves naked. You know, selfies. Cockpicks. <laughs> I don't know why you would. Uh, do you not have any fucking standards? Yeah? Have some fucking morals. Don't be sending up dick pics to everyone just because you can. I know you're proud. That's fine. You can be proud of your cock without having to share it with everybody. You can just share it with the person you love. That'd be a good idea. You know, share it with the person that you love the most. I thought you liked the Unless pictures I sent person you. is... <laughs> Not going to be your mum or dad, by the way, judging by what we've discussed earlier in the episode. Oh, hello, James! Were you actuals just silent and you are just listening to me ramble? Yeah. Oh, as, as I said, I sometimes wonder why I even bother recording my half. I might as well just start the episode off, just say one word and then let you go.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Jimbo Jamboree. Um, Yeah, sorry it's been a while, but hopefully we'll be back on form now with lots more episodes coming your way.